Hello and welcome to the show. This is the Sales for the Nigerian Business Person podcast. It's available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, or any podcast player of your choice. So remember to subscribe for free once you're done uh, listening to the episode and give me a five-star review. So before we begin, apologies because, um, well, it's evening time at the time of this recording. And so the call to prayer is going out over a megaphone just in case you hear anything bleeding in um, through today's recording. So, uh, today on the show, we're going to um, wrap up the discussion that we started yesterday on whether posting content is the solution to all your sales problems. Um, If this is your first time of listening to the show, after you're done listening to this episode, listen to the prior one and then you're going to get caught up to speed. Now, I cooked up a scenario and... um, Yes, I cooked up a scenario and um, just letting you guys know that if this is your first time listening and you don't know how we roll over here on the podcast, sometimes I use um, live case studies, I mean folks that I've actually done business with, but then sometimes I'm just um, freestyling and I'm coming up with scenarios just to help you guys um, see how things apply. So in this case, uh, I made up a scenario where we have a catfish trader who has come up with uh, daily content ideas concerning um, how you take care of fish, the kind of fish pens that you need, um, different kinds of fish uh, soup recipes, uh, fish uh, care tips, tricks, and techniques. Uh, That's for those of you who want to consider starting your own catfish um, trading operation uh, videos on the kind of um, fish PCs that you have available for um, rearing, uh, the right kind of species to use for soup, uh, the right kind of um, fish um, species to use for medicine, or um, possible benefits of uh, other benefits of um, using catfish. And um, I just made up a few, uh, you know, using catfish to boost your sex drive or maybe your immunity. So, yes, these are things I've heard in the past, you know, the well, actually, catfish being an aphrodisiac, and then the immunity thing, so I didn't make, it's not all entirely made up, but what that actually works, don't quote me, um, talk to your dietitian, talk to your doctor, uh, do your own research. Okay, then, uh, part of the scenario was also that uh, someone um, sent in a DM saying, do you have Benue catfish? And then the person responds, yes. And then, oh sorry, no, let me start from the top. So, um, somebody, a potential customer sends in a direct message on Instagram saying, do you have Benway Agric catfish? And then the trader says, yes. And then the person goes silent for three days. Then, um, the trader now tries to send one of those messages. Uh, good afternoon, ma. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, we didn't hear from you again. That's one way people do it. Another way people do it is to send out um, another message to try and engage them, saying, uh, Good afternoon, sir. We have a market discount available now, 20% off on all Benue and Nasawa varieties of fish, provided you pay before January 15th, 2024. You know, that kind of message. You're hoping to re engage them. So sometimes those conversations, those things work. You know, the good afternoon, sir. We didn't hear from you again. Good afternoon, ma. We didn't hear from you again. Or some people just write, uh, you know, um, Good AM or Good PM. Um, anyway, I wouldn't recommend that, but there are folks that do that. And, uh, yeah, so sometimes that's enough to get the conversation going. And then the potential buyer asks again, how much? And then the person now responds, uh, 15,000 naira for five kilograms. And then the person goes silent again. The person goes to you. 
and then uh, the trader now goes through the same strategy that they have which is hello sir hello ma good am good pm um market discount available if you buy before so 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 and so blah 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 you know all these things that they do to try and re-engage um uh re-engage our potential buyers in the conversation again now it's possible that this is the point where the person who sent the dm says oh thank you very much um let me think about it and then the uh trader ends up feeling frustrated thinking that instagram doesn't work and that posting content is a strategy that doesn't work now, I pointed out in the previous episode that the problem sometimes is not with your content um, strategy or your posting cadence, but that actually you don't have conversion skills locked down. You don't have um, conversion strategies um, in place. And I defined con- um, conversion yesterday as anything that you do to try and move the relationship forward, anything that you try and do to get people to tip their hand to show that they are um, interested. And um, I pointed out in yesterday's episode that that is actually what we should be paying attention to. So if you have a content strategy, but you don't have conversion skills, then chances are things are not going to work that smoothly. So the magic formula is actually to make sure that we have both. So it's nice to have all that interesting content about how catfish can be an aphrodisiac and um, the best way to enter into the business and talk about different species of catfish and all that. But we also need to have um, conversion process to make things uh, to make things really click. So now, how do conversion skills apply in this um, scenario? So first off, um, okay, all right. Um, okay, so how do conversion skills apply? Uh, first off. How will I put this? Okay, let me just um, say it as it comes to mind. Now, um, you're going to find lots of different uh, definitions for conversion depending on the podcast uh, or the website or the blog or whatever that you check or the YouTube video. But one thing I want you guys to have in mind is that conversion actually is a skill of carrying out conversations. So whenever you hear conversion, think conversations. Now, some folks are going to say, technically speaking, that's not correct because Um, email conversion sequences are not a conversation at all but i want you guys to have that mindset that whenever we're thinking conversion we are trying to engage people in conversations so whether it's an instagram dm the philosophy is you're trying to engage someone in a conversation if it's through email that's also the philosophy you're trying to engage someone in a conversation and if the person walks into your store it actually is the same philosophy you are trying to engage someone in a conversation. Whether it turns out to be an actual conversation or not, this is what we are trying to do. The whole point of the conversation is to help you determine a couple of things. You engage people in conversation because you're trying to figure out if they're interested, the level of interest, maybe they're just curious, and if they have a problem worth solving. This is important because if someone is just curious and they don't really have a need, Because it's possible that somebody saw your um, Instagram um, content and the reason why they said, let me think about it or why they were ghosting you is because they were really just curious. Maybe their mom has mentioned something about starting a catfish farm and so they're just asking questions because they want to know, is this a viable um, business to be involved in and is this something that we should uh, encourage our mother or our father who has just recently retired, you know, to get into that kind of business. Now, um, it's good to also have 
conversations with these sorts of folks because you might not be able to sell them catfish today, but you might be able to um, receive a, um, a fee as a consultant to them in trying to set up the catfish farm for their mom or for their dad or for um, whoever, uncle, auntie, grandma in the village, you know, you get the point. So when you find these folks that are curious, they don't want to buy today, but for whatever reason they're curious, we need to find a way of keeping them in our ecosystem. Now that's where lead nurturing comes into effect or relationship building um, activities. Now you can't do lead nurturing or you can't do any form of relationship building unless you engage them in some sort of conversations in the first place. Now, most people are not going to venture that, oh, no, 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 don't worry. The reason why I asked about the cost of the fish and this and this and that and that is because Momsi is retiring in September and we're thinking, uh, me and my siblings are thinking of what we should do for Momsi and so this is what we have um, in mind. The person is not going to volunteer this kind of information. You are going to have to tease out these things skillfully in the conversations that you have with them via the DM, over the phone call, or if they happen to um, walk into your shop. That's for those of you who have physical locations. Now, for people who are not interested, my own opinion, let them go because you can't do anything much with them really at this stage. However, some people are really desperate and want to hang on to all manner of leads as possible, as many manner of leads as possible. But in my own opinion, let them go spend your time looking after people sorry looking for more people who might be um, interested and um just let these people go people who are not interested we should always have a healthy pipeline of people that we're talking to if we have loads of people that we're talking to then we're not going to be worried about two three four people who are clearly not interested but we just want to hang uh, have their contact details because we have no one else um uh, better to talk to now, for people who are interested, you take the conversation to the next stage. Now, the next stage depends on where you are now. So whenever I say take things to the next level, take things to the next stage, um, um, next stage is relative to where you are right now. Okay, so now all this theory, how does this apply? Um, this theory that we've spoken about so far and talking about conversation skills and all that, how does this apply in a very practical sense? Now, let me give you one example that we, those of us in the event space, um, used to uh, would face back in the day. Well, well, I'm sure people who are still in the event space they still face that challenge, but you know, I, I don't face that anymore because I'm no longer in the event game. So, uh, someone hits you up in your DMs: Are you available on X Y Z date? Some people will say yes, I'm available for December fifteenth, and then they get angry when the customer. Um, potential customer ghost them well it was easy for the person to ghost you because you just gave an answer that didn't prompt any kind of conversation and so there was no reason uh for the person to stay engaged um in the chat so someone hits you up are you available for xyz date remember the goal is to engage them in a conversation that's the philosophy we're trying to be conversational so engage them in qualification conversations or what we also call over here on this podcast people-based conversations so are you available on xyz date you can say yeah sure i'm available december 15th are you the one planning the event you know that's a question the person has to respond to something if the person says oh no i'm the sister of the bride just asking we already have a hint that this might not be a serious um uh, prospect because in my own opinion back when i was a wedding photographer anyway 
if it wasn't the bride who called me, I wouldn't place too much stock in that. Because there are times when the sister of the bride can call because the bride is based abroad and stuff like that. And then, okay, you know that this is worth putting time into. But the thing is, you're not going to know about the bride being based abroad. And that's the reason why the younger sister is in charge of everything. Unless you engage them in a conversation. If they say, are you available on December 15th? And you say, oh yes, I'm available December 15th. Then, and they ghost you, you only have yourself to blame. So these are examples of how you're supposed to be engaging. So are you the one planning the event? You wait and you listen. Uh, what kind of event do you have in mind? Um, is this a wedding? Is that your birthday? You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, questions like that can tease out um, a lot. Um, okay, what kind of event do you have in mind? Is it your birthday? The person has to respond. Oh, no, it's not my birthday. It's my sister's wedding. You know, one question, you've gotten some information. Uh, other questions you can ask. Have you booked the hall yet? Um, sometimes this kind of question, this kind of question, have you booked the hall yet? That is you trying to figure out um, how invested they are in the track of trying to solve the problem. So for people who have called you, are you available December 15th? And they've called you in October and they've booked the hall. Then, okay, now you know that you're dealing with some serious people. But if somebody calls you, are you uh, available December 15th? The person is calling you November 30th and they haven't booked the hall. Chances are this thing is not going to pull through. I mean, if they were serious for a wedding that is going to happen in two weeks, they ought to have booked the hall by now. So you can see how all these questions are important and the reason why you ought to engage people in the conversation. And then plus, with the information that they give, you are now able to propose what the next step should be. You can see how you are building the relationship and how you are converting one step at a time. So if they've booked the hall, um, um, what kind of hall is it? What do you guys have in mind? Okay, this sounds really interesting. Uh, I can't give you a quote right now because I'd have, I would need some more details. I need to sit down with you and uh, your sister or uh, you and the groom. Uh, so we can go over a couple of options. How does that sound? The person says yes, and then you try out, You now try to book um, the appointment so that they come over to your studio or you go over to their office. Now you see how conversion works. You ask some question, gives you some data, you're able to propose the next step. The person agrees to the next step. That shows that the person is interested and you've taken things a step forward. Through using conversations, you have now converted this lead into a prospect you are taking things forward one step at a time that's how it works if someone hits you up in your dm and you just say yes or no uh the conversation is dead on arrival if the person decides to ghost you or say nothing else so the goal for conversions is to engage people in conversations that allows you to build a relationship it allows you to gauge the level of interest you know yada 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 i'm sure you guys get the point so back to the fish trader example do you have Benue Agric catfish available? Ask qualifying questions. Ask people-based conversations. So the response is not yes, and you keep quiet. The response is sure, or yes, or whatever it is you say. But then you follow up with a question. Why Benue catfish in particular? You know, it would be nice to know that. Because remember in our example, uh, catfish could have uh, different benefits, aphrodisiac, uh, hanging out with the boys, um, good party, uh, what else? Or maybe the person wants to start a business. I mean, you need to know. So, sure, I have Benway Catfish available, but why Benway Catfish in particular? And the person is going to respond. <clears throat> the information that they give you gives opportunities to try and figure out the level of interest, 
um, also gets them to tip their hand to see um, whether they're interested. Um, okay, now I've already said that. Um, but basically, this is where we get opportunities for conversion when we are engaging people in conversations. So you ask more questions. Uh, sure, we have been a catfish available. Do you need it for a party or is this for personal use? You know, engage people in a conversation. You can also ask discovery questions or problem-based questions. Uh, you know, sure, we have it available. Um, are you buying it for health reasons or are you throwing a party? You know, you ought to ask these kinds of questions because, like I said, it's going to give you the data that you need and a proper understanding of the context so that you know what the next step ought to be so that you can ask for the next step and that's an opportunity for conversion. So I hope you guys are beginning to see how conversations give us the opportunity for conversion and moving things along. Now the goal is to try and align the interests of uh, these people with the problems that um, our catfish solves so that we can have a meaningful conversation. The people who are buying for health reasons, you're going to be able to steer the conversation one way. People who are buying for sex drive, you're going to be able to steer the conversation another way. The people who are buying just for a great party, you're going to be able to steer the conversation um, in um, another way. So that's what the flow of the conversation is trying is is basically. Before we convert this person who has sent us a DM, we need to engage in a conversation. We need to figure out who are we talking to? Are we talking to the right person who can make a decision? If you're talking to the person who calls in for catfish and the person is the event planner, oh yeah, cool, then we can have that conversation. But if you're calling and the person is just uh, the auntie or the younger sister to the celebrant and the person is just curious, maybe you're wasting your time chatting to this person, maybe you're not, but you're not going to know until you engage them in a conversation and then you're going to be able to know what next to do to convert. And by the way, if you're talking to the auntie or the younger sister of the celebrant, um, some of the, com eventually a, com a conversion point is going to be how soon you can have a meeting with um, the person who is throwing the party. If the person is inaccessible, they may be talking to the event planner or, anyway, you, you get the whole idea. Ask the questions, you get the data, you'll be able to figure out, I mean, you're the professional, so you're going to be able to figure out what the um, conversion step um, should be. So, we need to be sure we're talking to the right person who can make the decision. We're trying to figure out what their needs are so that we can make helpful recommendations on the right kind of catfish to buy or the quantity of catfish um, to buy. That's why you should ask, why Benway catfish? Because it's possible that somebody is calling you and they want Benway catfish, but you know from your five, ten years of experience as a catfish trader, you know that the soup they're trying to cook, let's say they're trying to cook a fish, fisherman soup or white soup or something, you know that, oh, actually, you don't need Benway catfish for that. They actually need acquired bomb catfish. This is the point where you're supposed to speak up and say, uh, Madam, I know you guys say you want Benway catfish, but Benway catfish is not going to work for uh, Afang soup or for this um, or for that. You actually should be buying this, 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 that, 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 even if it's more expensive. You owe it up to yourself and to them to give your professional recommendations because if you sell them Benway catfish, for a recipe that needs acquired bomb catfish and the soup turns out to be horrible, they are not going to blame themselves. They are going to blame you. Sorry, excuse me. They'll turn around and they'll tell everybody else that this guy, Tabishima, is a useless catfish supplier. He sold me catfish that we used to make this soup and see how the soup is now tasting. This whole soup has now spoiled. And that Tabishima, God punish him. So, that's the reason why I should ask all these questions so you can make the right 
recommendations. If you do not make the right recommendations, you collect the money and you give them the wrong catfish, it's going to come round to bite you. So ask those questions. Then, um, sorry for giving me my cold is still on. That's why I sound funny. Uh, we're also trying to figure out if they have realistic expectations um, around money. That determines whether we can carry on the conversation. We're trying to figure out if they have realistic expectations um, around the use of the product. Uh, for instance, somebody might be trying to buy <clears throat> um, five large catfish and they have a party of 25 people. Now, I don't know much about fish. For those of you who listen uh, to the podcast, you know that I don't like fish. My wife is the fish person. But my guess is five sumo-sized catfish might not work for 25 people. Maybe you might need to buy uh, 10 or something, depending on the kind of party that you're trying to um, throw. But, um, yeah, so you might have to advise them to buy more and then um, upsell. But that would only happen if you engage them in the conversation and you're able to figure out exactly what it is that they want. And, of course, the reason why we should do that is... Precisely for the same reason when I was talking about the Benway catfish versus um, Aquaria Bomb catfish. Oh, by the way, you fish lovers, I, I'm just guessing that Benway catfish and Aquaria Bomb catfish taste different or they're not the same. So, um, yeah, so don't, uh, don't stole me if I didn't get that part correct. So where was I? Yeah, so you have to advise them correctly because if they say they want five catfish and you have asked and you know that it's a party of 25 people, this is the point where we're supposed to say, 25 people, ah, madam, this thing is not going to work. Oh, you want to throw a correct party, Abby? You need to buy at least 10 so that everybody will have a correct chunk, so that everybody will have like 7 inches of catfish, um, you know, or whatever. You know, however it is you fish people um, talk about um, <coughs> fish when you're throwing your parties. So, please advise, because if you don't, the person is going to say, at the end of the day, that this Tavishima is a very stupid catfish person. He sold us only five catfish for this party of 25 people. He claimed that it is large catfish, but look at this thing. Is this a large catfish that we had to cut it up for ice cubes, uh, cut it like ice cubes so that everybody can eat? It's going to come around and bite you. So you need to know so that you can make your recommendation to say, ah, oh, madam, how many people are you expecting for your party? She says 25. You say, okay, mommy, this is how this thing works. You're expecting 25 people, but some people will just hear and branch. So, mommy... Let's be realistic. Actually, let's say like 40 people will show up. And mommy, for 40 people, this five catfish, it won't work. You have to cut it small, 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 small. Mommy, just buy 10 catfish. Okay, try. Buy 12. 12, last, last. So that you can reach all your guests. You know. Anyway, uh, you catfish people, you know how you're going to sell, um, sell your thing. Anyway, so, if you're able to have all these conversations, you'll be able to confirm that you're all on the same page, you're talking to the right person, expectations are good to go, they've accepted your advice. Then the next step and the final part of conversion, and that's the one that people want, is to confirm the order. Now, some people find this part frightening, and so they say nothing, and the buyer ghosts after all this conversation. And of course, the reason why the buyer will ghost, or they won't bring it up, is because they also are afraid of this stage. So we have to be the professional and we have to take the step and uh, suggest it, propose it, put it on the table. There are different ways for doing this. For those of you who have been listening for a very long time to the podcast, I have um, said how my video guy, Shegun, he says, oh, okay, since we're cool, the next step is we need a deposit to the amount of XYZ to confirm your order. He says that and then he keeps quiet. If you're scared, you can borrow that formula. 
the next step is blah 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 and then keep quiet and then see what they say and um yeah so that's it that's one way to move things to the final um conversion stage which is account details you know for the deposit or for the full payment another way that you can broach that is just simply tell them of payment and delivery options and then keep quiet and hear what they say so okay oh thank you uh momsi okay yeah yeah we can fulfill everything we can get it for those dates and uh, these are the payment options that we have available we can do cash we can do transfer or we can do pos and then you keep quiet oh sorry of course you ask uh, which one do you prefer and then you keep quiet and you hear what they say that's another way of broaching the conversation just telling them about payment options um okay yes delivery options too so you can say uh oh mommy do you want to pay now or do you want to pay when you collect uh, or do you want to pay uh, when it is uh, delivered and then you hear what they say if they say you want to pay now then obviously the options are going to be uh, you sending account details um, or if they want to pay when it's delivered then uh, the options will be okay well first of all i won't advise the payment on delivery thing collect a deposit so if they say they want to pay on delivery then you say oh okay man, no problem but for payment on delivery we collect uh, 50 percent upfront and then the final one has to be done by uh, uh, pos or transfer before the courier leaves uh, your house uh let's see what else what else i'm trying to think of other ways that you can uh, move the payment conversation forward okay you can ask so uh, hey mommy what day do you need it for she will say the date and then you now say okay ah uh, madam to meet that delivery date uh, this is already uh, october 17th to meet that date we actually need payment in full before xyz date and then you keep quiet and hear what it is that momsi will say so these are different ways of broaching the money conversation the final stage of uh, conversion if you are scared of doing so but know that it is your responsibility you are the professional it is you that has to broach it they are also scared as well Momsi is planning this party. She thought five catfish should be enough. You've been able to convince her that it's going to be 15. In her mind, she thought she was going to spend uh, maybe 15, um, uh, 15K per kilogram. And from what you guys are saying, it's now looking like it's going to be 25K per kilogram. She's done the rough math in her head and she's thinking, ah, this party of 25 people that I wanted to throw already see how much money I'm spending on fish alone. So of course she's scared you have to take the responsibility and broach the conversation anyway summary conversion getting people who came in through dms as a lead and getting them to work out as a paid customer conversion requires you to view the situation as a conversation engage them in the conversation if they keep talking you have a better chance of closing the sale if they don't your chances go down which is the reason why when people ghost, we all get upset because we know that that's potential revenue um, going away. And if they engage in a conversation, but they're not willing to talk about who they are, what they wanted for, for the quantity and things like that, they're probably not a serious buyer. Uh, back in my wedding photography days, there's this guy who called in, refused to say whether he's calling from the bride side or from the groom side, refused to disclose a wedding date, refused to disclose as in the guy was just evasive on everything at the time i told my my guys i look let's not get worked up about this whole thing yeah sounds like they have money they're coming from ghana and all whatnot but you know when folks are evasive like this nothing to happen like there's, there's no business here and lo and behold there was no business at the end of the day 
So if they're not willing to talk about who they are, what they want, quantity, dates, time, everything, they're probably not a serious buyer anyway. Now, there are some buyers that are really sweet uh, to deal with, and these are called actualized buyers. Now, actualized buyers, they already know what they want, how much it costs, exactly what they want, when they want it, how they want it, blah, blah, blah. Those folks, there's no point in engaging them with the conversation. Collect the money first, seal the deal now, engage in the conversation later. Actualized buyers are the people who hit you up and say something like, um, uh, good morning, I want five pieces of Benway catfish. I want them cut and cleaned into 20 pieces. Is this still 15 kg, uh, sorry, 15 K per kilogram? And how soon can you have it delivered to my address in uh, Apo Legislative Quarters? Now, that's an actualized buyer. That's a different conversation. There's no need to for all the small talk and blah, 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 blah. Just they've told you what it is. The money that they said is within the ballpark. It's possible that maybe at the time they bought it last was 15 kg per kilogram, but now the cost has gone up to 18 per kilogram. You know, you just point out that fact, um, haggle, have that conversation. But when um, actualized buyers hit you up, no need for the conversation. Seal the deal, deliver. After that, you can worry about um, building relationships because we're trying not to come up with stuff that might uh, ruin the chances of um, sealing, uh, closing the deal. Um, let's see, what else? Okay, I think, okay, this is 30 minutes. Let me just bring that to a close. So that's all for today, uh, pretty much. So if you love what you've been hearing on the podcast and you want to come up with a plan for dealing with different kinds of DMs in your business, when people hit you up on LinkedIn, when they hit you up on Instagram or wherever, uh, email and the hijab, hey, how much are you available, blah, 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 those sorts of things. Now, if you want to come with a plan for dealing with all these scenarios, then hit me up on 080-6466-2140 to figure out your use case scenarios and to try and figure out the typical buyer profiles, the people who get in touch with you. And we can now come up with um, conversation paths to help you convert more of these DMs and emails to paying clients. So when I say hit me up, I mean you can call, you can SMS, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. Also, connect with me on LinkedIn or any social media of your choice. My name is Tavishima Ayede. You can confirm my name, the spelling of the name, my email address on the website where you're listening to this episode and also the profile of the podcast app where you're listening to my voice. So thanks for your time and attention. I think I'll bring this conversion conversation to a close now. Uh, let's see if we can get onto some audio questions. Uh, sorry, not audio. Um, audience. Audience questions uh, from tomorrow. So thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode.